across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. You guys have heard me talk a lot about this program that I'm creating and I basically met with eight of the world's top listing agents and recorded their candid no holds barred interviews with sellers and what they say to a seller, what they don't say to a seller, how they get a listing. We've broken it down into six chapters. It's about 12 hours of video and uh, we're going to be selling it as a course. But up until then, up until the point that it's ready, offering 30 minutes of it that you could watch for free and kind of beta test for me. Tell me what you like about it, what you don't like about it. So if you want to beta test this and you want to check out some of it for free, the section I'm giving away free is on touching and rapport building. I know that sounds odd, but each of the agents I talked to had ideas of where to touch, like don't touch a guy on his hands. Uh, unless it's a handshake and stuff like that and there's also a bunch of stuff on rapport building you know like what to say and how to find commonality and just all kinds of neat stuff so if you want to watch that you get it for free go to hybendigital.com backslash rebus hybendigital.com backslash r-e-b-u-s and you'll get a free copy of that and let me know what you think of it thanks Okay, Rockstar Nation, boy, I have a very, very, very interesting guest today out of Sacramento, California. I have Tamara Doris on the phone, and Tamara comes from a very, very interesting background. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but uh, she has done a lot of thinking about real estate agents, real estate agent sales, and the deep root of what makes agents successful within themselves and also what makes buyers and sellers want to work with real estate agents. So for you, the listener, it means more sales, more listings, more commissions, easier transactions. So without further ado, Tamara, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Pat, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Tamara, why don't you give everybody a little bio on yourself so they can get to know you better? Okay, quick bio. Um, I was first licensed in the 80s. I went to work for the California Association of Realtors shortly after that, uh, pursuing my education in social sciences as far as psychology and hypnosis and really wanted to be a psychotherapist. But I just happened to stay in real estate. I ended up being a real estate professor and then got my license again. And I thought, you know what, maybe I should just combine these skills. And so I began understanding um, how personal performance affected real estate agents with respect to their brain programming, you know, their neuroscience and different things about quantum physics. So I really focused, Pat, on how agents can get the mind game straight, because no matter what anyone else says, it has to start with a good foundation. If you don't have a mindset, you're not going to sell any houses. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, and I think mindset is kind of a cliche or, or, you know, when people say things like, you know, well, just that word, I think personally, it may just be me is a, is a, is a cliche. And what it really, what you're really great at is actually 
the brain, right? Above them, I always see the brain as being, being the same thing, but the brain being the dominant force of it and controlling it. So uh, what I want to talk about is why some agents have a strong enough willpower, which, which is, which is all upstairs. Willpower is all upstairs and others don't. And I know that, um, uh, you know, Saul Z from Chicago, who we've had on the show before, you know, for instance, he took his entire company and had an NLP person come and hypnotize them essentially to make them be excited to pick up the phone and call people and follow up rather than reluctant. So since, since this is your game, what kind of advice do you have for people with regards to whether it be hypnosis, psychotherapy, NLP, whatever, to help our listeners pick up the phone more and be better at follow-up? Okay, wow, that's a, <laughs> that's a loaded question. Um, so first of all, my first answer to that is, you know, you mentioned, Pat, the idea that mindset is cliched, and I absolutely agree. I can't stand that. And you also mentioned about the brain and the mind, and I just want to point out the brain is an organ and the mind is a function of that organ. So if we kind of look at it, if we start by looking at it that way, it kind of gives you a, bit, a little bit more of a perspective. Um, to answer your question, but I, get, I have to backpedal a little bit, but I'll answer it first and say it all begins with awareness and mindfulness. And I don't want the word for your listeners mindfulness to sound too new agey or woo-woo because it's not. But basically, when you're talking about someone going in and hypnotizing, and I'm doing air quotes right now because I'm not opposed to that, um, but it's not the long-term answer. And the reason it's not is because an individual has to take control of his or her own mind so that they can program it at will and actually make permanent changes in the way that their neurons are connected so that these habits are lifelong and not just something that maybe will last a couple of weeks. So mindfulness in my book, Um, and I mean my life book just in general, it really means being able to understand your past programming, what you want to change, and then taking steps to change it. And I do use a method that is similar to meditation and similar to hypnosis and similar to visualization, but it also uses um, kind of a modern technology to meld it all together. Okay. So can you walk me through that? Let's pretend I'm an agent right? And I wake up in the morning and I think, nobody wants to talk to me. I'm going to be bothering people. I am going to be interrupting them and pissing them off. They're not going to like me. They're going to want to list with my competitor because he or she does more advertising anyways. So I have all these negative thoughts right out of the, right out of the bed in the morning. Take me, pretend I'm your client, right? Take, can you take me through that? Can you, can we role well, play this? Sure, sure. Yeah. But if you okay. came to me and, and you, you told me that that's how you felt, I would say, well, then that's exactly what you're going to experience because mm. the decision, the decision to be successful, it doesn't start with a coach or a book or anything else. It starts with your decision in yourself to say, damn it, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be successful because I can't help anyone who won't make that decision first. So that's our first step. But let's say that you came to me and I told you that and you're like, okay, yes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So the first thing that I really would, I try to encourage agents to understand is you've got to be able to imagine. And, and this is again, not fluffy stuff. You've got to be able to really with your imagination, be able to 
visualize and feel and know that you're going to be in that particular position you want to you want to see yourself in because if you can't imagine yourself somewhere then you're never going to get there so, so I'm I, visualizing myself on the phone and visualizing myself yeah. being strong on the phone and visualizing myself shaking someone's hand after they've listed the house is that what you're saying I, yeah, I am kind of saying that. I'm saying, you know, and what you're kind of describing is what typically and traditionally Olympic stars and athletes have been doing for many years. One of the things that, you know, I understand through neuroscience is that when we, when we, we have to bring our biochemistry into it. So it's not just seeing those things, it's really feeling the emotion of it. If you can feel the emotion of handing that client their keys or signing those escrow papers, and you can really, really feel it um, with that, you know, that respect that your biochemistry changes, well, now what's happening is your neurology is changing, your neural connections are changing. And the brain, because of our filtering system, is designed to only show us what we're wired to see. So we, you know, we, if we, if we think that the clients out there are just terrible and nobody's qualified to buy a house and sellers are stubborn, then that's our programming. And that's all we're going to find. That's all that the, our brain is going to show us. But if we start to believe biochemically and neurology, if we start to believe, God, there's so many clients out there. People love me. I'm awesome. I'm a top producer. Their brain is going to start to show them these opportunities, you know, that, that say, yeah, you are, let's do this. So, so give me some exact things to do, whether they be uh, like Anthony Robbins says anchoring or like, like some people will say, you know, affirmations, like what, what are some exact things that I can do to get that crap out of my head that says, you know, I'm interrupting people and put something in there that I believe in my soul that they want to talk to me, that they're excited that I'm following up. Well, and I love that you said, I love that you mentioned Tony Robbins. I'm a big Tony Robbins fan from way back. But, you know, affirmations, as ty tired and true as they are, there's a couple of problems with them. And, and, and that is one answer. Um, but it has to be, you have to come up with a believable statement that's in the present, that's positive, And it has to be an affirmation, Pat, that really turns you on. It has to be something that makes you excited. Because if you just sit there and say, I am a magnet for wealth, I attract clients, and there's no emotion involved, well, th then you have all the people who say, oh, affirmations don't work. Affirmations, in order to have a, a, an effect physiologically and, and emotionally and psychologically, you've got to really get excited. You've got to get your biochemistry, you know, flowing. So affirmations are an excellent, outstanding way to change your programming. Um, another way is to visualize with your eyes closed and to really get into that relaxed state. You see, the problem that I have come across in my research, Pat, is that people are never present. We're either worried about the future, what we have to do next, or we're kind of regretting the past. And when we're present, we, you know, we can recognize that everything is just fine, and now we can focus on creating a better future instead of just worrying about the future. Mm. Wow, very interesting. Okay, so then the way that you're saying you get into emotion is through slowing down and calming down. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I'm saying it's kind of like you can't change a flat tire unless you stop the car. Right. And we're going, oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Hmm. I see. Very interesting. And then, but then you're visualizing yourself obviously being strong and not, you know, you're, you're visualizing the strength of it. Well, and I like to use the term, you know, I like to say 
see yourself in your imagination, see yourself as the version of yourself you want to be. Because obviously, let's say, for example, we're talking about someone wants to be a top producer. Well, you have to be a different person to be a top producer, because if you were already being that person, then you would already be a top producer. So it's not just about trying to get clients. It's more about being the kind of person who already has a lot of clients. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how okay. how do they feel? What do they act like? How are their shoulders? How yeah. are their how are the, do they stand? How do they smile? How do they shake hands? That's that's kind of what you're visualizing. So okay, so let's shift gears here, Tamara. So I want to talk about building rapport. I recently completed a a, a, a university course that I created uh, for listing appointments, and one of the chapters was how to build rapport. It had everything to do with where to physically touch people when you first meet them, um, all the way up to what to to say to them to get them to like you. So can you give me maybe four or five steps that our agents listening can use to build rapport with their buyers and sellers so that their sellers say, I like her, I'm going to list with her. And so their buyers say, I like her, I'm going to stay loyal and buy a house from her. Good, good. So instead of just giving you four steps, let me start with two chemistry, two chemistry equations. The first is a chemical called oxytocin. And oxytocin is the bonding or the hug hormone. And it's what our brain releases when we feel bonded towards someone, um, whether it's a mother nursing her child or the feeling you get when you're scratching your dog behind the ears at the end of the day. So we now know that the brain secretes oxytocin when people feel like they're bonding. So when, when your agents think about really developing, um, building rapport and bonding with their clients, you know, it's kind of like, just to give you an example, let's say you're on Facebook and, and someone likes something you said, and then the other person goes, oh, you're great. And you go, oh, you're great too. Well, the reason that feels so good and we get that little boost of love in our heart is because our brain secreted a little bit of oxytocin. And so knowing, understanding how that works and that recognizing that when we can elicit that in our clients, whether it's through our prospecting efforts or our social media contacts or just our, you know, having a cup of coffee with them, if we can kind of get that bonding emotion going, it's, it's kind of like a glue. So, so our goal is to release oxytocin in the other person. Yeah, well, and in and, and yourself as well. I mean, you create a bond. It's a byproduct, right? It's a byproduct, but we're the instigator. So, so what do we do? Like, what are some things specifically that I could do today? Let's say I, this is secretive, and and I'm going to go up, and I'm going to I'm going to go out to dinner tonight, right? And I want to release some oxytocin uh, in in the waiter or waitress that that waits on me. How do I do that? Well, I believe that the best way that we can do that in a prospecting sense pack is to acknowledge, um, to to sincerely, genuinely, not, nothing superficial, but when we acknowledge other people, compliment them, care about them, ask them questions, it it just creates a natural um, form of, you know, they want to reciprocate. And, and, and I think that the chemical is really related to that feeling of being acknowledged and accepted. So, so instead of saying to her or him, you know, you're the best waitress in the world. You say, listen, you know, I noticed that you were so attentive and are taking care of us so well. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm, I'm struggling with that, but you know, help me. Yeah. With that. Or you could say that, or you could say, so how long have you worked here? Do, do you, are you going to school or do you have other plans? You know, just taking a, an interest. Mm, okay. 
So more, more like the Dale Carnegie thing, which is uh, be interested, not yes. interesting. Yes, yes. And, and then the other one, Pat, would be what we call neuroscience now recognizes that we have something in our brains. It, it's actually located in three different areas of the brain, uh, but they're called mirror neurons. And mirror neurons are what allow us to be empathetic. And so this goes back, we mentioned Tony Robbins. This goes back to something Tony Robbins um, you know, used to talk about in NLP 20 years ago, um, where it comes to modeling and kind of, you know, you don't want to mimic someone. And it doesn't have to be physical either. But when we mirror people, we are being empathetic with them. And, you know, no matter what, it doesn't take a sales scientist to tell you this, but people like people who think like them, who talk like them, who understand them. And so I, I find this really useful on for myself on social media. Um, using mirror neurons is just a matter of being empathetic and seeing seeing things the way the other person sees them. And physically, when you're meeting with them, like in a networking environment, perhaps, you know, kind of modeling and mirroring, mirroring what they're doing. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? What else can we do to release oxytocin in our clients? Well, the, I mean, I think the oxytocin and the mirror neurons are both really, really important. And they're the two things that we, if we just keep in mind that at all times, what we're trying to do is to build that bond so that the emotions are inspired um, and then we show empathy, then I think those are the two keys, I would say, in building rapport and getting people to like us. You know, and then, of course, we have our standard sales salespeople rules on social media, what to do, what not to do. But as far as the chemicals go, those are the two things that I would say stand out. Where should you touch someone to release oxytocin? Mm, good question. Um, it depends on the relationship. I would say, you know, we always have the rule of touch someone here, touch someone there. And there's been studies. What, what is that rule? I don't know it. Oh, you don't know that rule? Well, the rule, the, when I worked for the California Association of Realtors in the legislative office, there was a very strict rule at the Sacramento, at the Capitol, that you only touched someone from the elbow down. Elbow down. Now, now I've also heard that that is strategic and that the elbow down has different, you know, acupressure points in it. Uh, if you do it with two fingers, is that not, not, is that a bunch of BS or is, is it because that's politically correct? <laughs> well, it's politically correct. And there is some validity to different meridian points um, with acupressure, but, uh, or acupressure. But I don't think that, as far as I know, that's not, not anything that I've ever really So it has on. nothing to do with where. It is. That's something that someone came up with to make sure no real estate agent got sued. Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay, exactly. so you're saying that's that's BS. It doesn't matter where you touch them, and the best place to touch them should you be touching them. I know some people say uh, on the shoulder. Do you pat them on the back? Let's say that you're, you know, it's just you. You're on a listing appointment. Uh, the other person is a woman, so it's a woman to a woman conversation. How often do you touch, and where? Okay, first of all, I, I always I would still stick with the either the forearm or the hand. Um, I think that to pat someone on the shoulder is psychologically it creates a barrier of dominance. Mm. Um, so so you have to be careful with no that. shoulder. Touch, yeah, no yeah, shoulder. Someone, yes, arm or hand. You can pat someone on the shoulder if you're trying to establish dominance. But as far as what we're talking about here, I don't think it would be something that I would I would implement because you don't want to try to create a dominant situation with your prospects and clients. And then how many seconds are you touching? I, I'm just I would just reach over and touch someone on their forearm or their hand just as, and then it's pull just away a right away. Just just a little tap. 
Yeah, just a little touch. And we have to remember now, we're talking about, you know, you asked about oxytocin. That's only going to go be released if the other person feels harmonious with you as well. Okay, so tell me about that. I don't understand. I mean, so, you know, your your goal is to try to build rapport. You've only known them 10 minutes. So I, you're saying there's got there's foreplay there. There's got you got to you got to you, you got to basically, you know, start you have to show interest first, right? Is what you're saying. You have to make yeah. them like you first before you can touch them. You just can't roll up on them and be like touch them and they're going to list with you. Yeah, you got to buy me flowers and take me to dinner first. No, I mean seriously, it's got to it's got to be you've got to use those mirror neurons. The mirror neurons um, and maybe I should have said it in the opposite order so I gave the right impression, but the mirror neurons come first because we can do that over social media, we can do that at the grocery store. The mirror neurons are where you're really showing your empathy. The oxytocin, you know, that that's where you're building a, a stronger bond. So the mirror neurons may be for the attracting of clients, um, maybe a little bit more, but the touching part is going to definitely be something after you've already built a rapport. You don't want to just go up and manhandle people, right? Yeah, no, no. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want it to be awkward. So, so let's jump to that then. So, let's say you're on Facebook with people or email. What are some tips that you could give us? Uh, for instance, I I've heard before that you want to, you know, when you're let, let's say I'm writing you an email. If I just say Tamara, it's one thing. But if I say Hi Tamara with three explanation points. I, I like you're going to like me more. Uh, what are some tips uh, like that that you can offer with regards to email and Facebook and anything digital? Well, you know, one of the things that I'll say, and this is maybe a little sexist, but females tend to be more into the um, emoticons. I mean, they like the smiley faces. They like the explanation points. Males, not as much. Should they be though? Should a male, like uh, I think that, some some males that I communicate with, I would read their emails better if there were more explanation points and emojis because sometimes I read their email and I'll be like, you know, what a dick. You know what I mean? Like he's that was that was rude. So should males use more explanation points and emojis? I think that it would be a good idea. You know, when we start when we start delving into that you know, not to bring up brain chemistry again, but we're talking about testosterone versus estrogen. And, and that plays out completely different. And so that's a whole nother conversation about, about sexuality when it comes to, to sales. And that's why t- typically in the real estate industry, through my 20 years of research and interviewing top producers, I've discovered that, you know, more men um, are top producers because of the testosterone factor. So, you know, it, it's, it's who knows what the best thing to do. I'm not, I'm not God. I'm, I'm just saying that it would be nice if we had a little bit more equality when it comes to our communications. A little more warm and fuzzy from men might be nice. Okay. And, and so I'm trying to, to initiate the mirror thing and, uh, and, uh, and, and release certain chemicals via Facebook, via email, how do I do it? Give me some specifics that somebody could actually write down and say, okay, I'm going to change. I'm going to, I'm going to get people to like me more, uh, or I'm going to build a bond. I'm sorry. I'm going to build a better bond with people by doing these three things. Okay. So number one is I would say 
be more generous in your likes when you like people like people 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 and you know you i'm sure you know this too people will go on and say i wonder how many people liked my lunch you know what i put on facebook so like people give positive comments and post inspirational things i mean those would be the three social media things that i definitely you know i i always teach um, we need to be more aware, more cognizant of what people need from us as opposed to what, what we can get from them. Hmm. Interesting. I think you're right. It's odd to think about it from a male perspective. But if you did go on there, if, if there, you know, people that do go online and say brilliant and, and say, wow, that's neat or good job or whatever, how, how simple it is. And how much of a waste of time some might think it is, you do remember, you do pay attention, you do look at those lists and see who liked it, you know. Uh, right. It's fascinating. And I think it, it, as we grow, as generations grow, it is going to come to an extreme point. I know, I remember I heard a another podcast that was on uh, This American Life about, it was all about Instagram likes in 13 year olds and what it actually meant. And they spent like an hour uh, analyzing and interviewing kids about what, what it means. And, and they actually will def, you know, ruin relationships based on the number of likes and what, if they like their stuff, they got to like them back and all this stuff. So I think it's going to get worse and worse or, or more and more important as time goes on. Well, and, 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 you know, and just a little commentary about that. We are overall, as a society, we have become self-absorbed. And social media, sadly, while it brings so many great benefits, it's also something that people are, are almost almost holding a standard to their own self-worth. And so I'm, I'm opposed to that, per, what you're talking about. I'm opposed to that because I do feel that it can devalue a person's self-esteem. Um, but we're looking at it from a strictly salesperson's point of view. So not to be the devil's advocate, but to play on that because it, it does happen to be something that people take seriously. If we can, if we can use that in a way that makes people feel better while building our own rapport with them, then I don't see any harm in it. Especially if you want to sell them a house. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. This, this has been very interesting. So let's wrap this up um, with like one major piece of advice. What is the one piece of advice that you tend to give your clients over and over again in, in your realm of, of coaching and advice giving? Okay, so my major advice would be you've got to see and feel what it would be like to be the person that you want to be. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how far you want to go up the ladder. It doesn't matter how much of a top producer you want to be. You have got to be able to grasp both physically, mentally, and emotionally what that will feel like once you've accomplished it so you can begin to bring it into your life. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. What the mind, you know, will believe and conceive it will achieve. Yep. Uh, and and I, 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 my whole life I've been like that. So I'm 100% with you. So uh, uh, tell me about your book and, and what we can expect if we read it. Um, so Mind Over Market is the Real Estate Warriors Roadmap to uh, Mindset, Marketing, and Media. 
Um, and it, the, I would say like the first 75% of it really boils down to this neuroscience and quantum physics um, as far as, you know, it's not, I don't want to say the law of attraction, but it's, it's more the quantum physics of the law of attraction. Um, and so it really helps real estate professionals better understand that. Um, and then a little bit of marketing and media and your listeners today, Pat, or, or whenever this show airs, um, if they go to mind over market freebook.com, they can just pay the price of postage and get it mailed to them. Wow, that's generous. So, okay, guys, so you have no reason not to get this. And I think there's going to be some brilliant stuff in this. And, you know, I, you know, I really think that a large portion of a buyer staying loyal to you and a, a seller listing with you is because they like you. I think that, you know, you have to be professional and you have to show them that you know what you're talking about. But at the end of the day, there's a million agents out there that are professional and know what they talk about. There's only going to be a few that really, uh, they say, you know, I like her or I like him. And uh, that's going to get you more business. So um, I highly, you know, recommend you get this free book. And I'm going to put it to guys, I'm going to put it on hybendigital.com backslash Tamara hybendigital.com backslash Tamara, and that's T-A-M-A-R-A, right, Tamara? Yep, that's right. Tamara, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day, and best of luck to you on your book tour and in all your future endeavors. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. And you keep doing what you're doing, too. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to Pat Hyben interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Please don't forget, that if you go to hybendigital.com, we have tons and tons of resources that you could use for free to help you make more commissions selling real estate. Every episode is on there, over 350, and there's a search bar that you could just type in the name of the episode, the number of the episode, or any category or keyword that you want, like FISBOs, expireds expansion teams, buyer agents, whatever, and episodes will come up that match that. Another thing you could really help me out with is you can go to iTunes and give me a five-star review there. The more reviews I get, the higher in the rankings I climb, and the better guests I'll be able to get for your listening pleasure. Thanks again so much for listening, and don't forget, every episode write down two or three things and put them to work make them part of your goal setting and make it happen i'd love to hear from you please reach out we're on twitter at pat hyben we're on instagram real estate rockstar podcast and we're all over facebook on six steps to seven figures and pat hyben interviews real estate rockstars and don't forget if you want to hear more of me My awesome book that is a New York Times bestseller, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is now out on audio. Just go to audible.com, type in Pat Hyben or Six Steps to Seven Figures, and you can listen to it. And of course, the paperback and ebooks are also available now at excellent prices. Have a great day, and don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.